0: martini gene this is where i discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective even though our perspectives might not be shared all right all right what is going on hello hello yes i have been gone for a while i am sorry um if you're listening to this right now the murder first sight season 16 i believe is over actually yeah it's just been really rough i you know went on a little mini vacay recently um i was working really really hard on that last episode uh 144 love is a battlefield inside an overthinker's mind back in the world of dating you know Damn near, it was eight minutes shy of being five hours long. So, like, yeah, that took a lot of out of of me, you know, doing the episode and also setting it up. So, it was really essentially, I just had a lot of stuff. So, I know the season's over. I will try to get these episodes as quick as I can. You know, I probably won't make it until hopefully I will make it before maybe episode three of like the new season, whenever that starts. But anyway, uh, this way long of an intro. Let's get to it. Married at first sight, season sixteen, episode three, Music City Matrimony. All right, let's go. So uh, we're at yeah, ja- we're with Jasmine and Eris. Um, and Eris is oh right. So I think Fahima, Fati- no Felina, uh, Eris's cousin, is still trying to convince him to not do this because it's crazy. You, you haven't been with a woman in a very long time let alone a serious woman and now you're trying to get married you wilding my dog um he's like okay uh I'm still gonna do it <laughs> so they they piece up and Eris goes down to the aisle and then um uh, Jasmine comes down Eris is super proud and starts clapping his hands at Jasmine like I mean not at Jasmine but in honor of Jasmine pretty much clapping like yeah boy mm, this is my wife you know so yeah, like you know like the experts did a good job so the pastor says uh uh heiress jasmine's family and friends would like you to know that she has a loving soul that leads with her heart she will be your cheerleader on good times cheering you during the really rocky times her family hopes that you treat her with respect or her sisters will watch you like a hawk and Eris's um, family says Jasmine, Eris's family would like you to know about Eris. Is that communication is not one of his strengths. Eris is passionate, driven, smart, all around great man. Um, love all of him as best you can, and we will always be there for you both. Um, she also says that she has four dogs. He's like, damn, you have four dogs? Like that's crazy. That's that's a lot. <laughs> you know. Um, but they 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 hit it off well. They hit it off pretty good. So everything's fine with them. Um, so we have McKinley and Dominique. So uh, we where are we? Oh yeah yeah they're about to get married. So so Dominique says you know she was very vague on the oh no wait, who was this? Oh no no this is McKinley. So McKinley says that he was very vague on the sheet on what he wanted but he definitely wants someone who's he who he's attracted to. He's also a boob guy, you know, and hopefully she has big boobs, that's what he says. And uh McKinley, you're you're fine because Dominique has big ass boobs, all right? I don't know what her size is, but she has big ass boobs. Um so then they ask Dominique, are you nervous? She's like, no, not at all. I'm I'm good. I'm calm because this is what she wanted. And all her bridesmaids are like, man, you're psychotic. <laughs> so they, of course, uh, McKinley comes out first. He's waiting for Dominique. Dominique comes out and they look at each other. Uh, McK- uh, McKinley is relieved and, and Dominique is relieved too. And then the uh, pastor goes, uh, McKinley, Dominique's family would like you to know that you have a fierce woman on your hands. Uh, she's outgoing. Well, she's an outgoing, loving person. Loves dancing, puzzles, playing volleyball, and of course, fishing. A tomboy at heart. Um, it's, oh, some muddy! She'll have some muddy boots outside of the lake. Also, she dresses up in heels and loves going out in the town. A selfless wife, it seems. Essentially, a selfless wife that makes sure you're seen and heard and prayed for, essentially. And they say, Dominique, McKenzie's family would like you to know that fast cars and adventure... Mo- uh, he loves fast car and adventure, but sometimes he likes movies and eats snacks. Um... I can see that she wasn't kind of thrilled about the eating moving snacks because she seems like an extrovert. And he says, you know, he can do both. But I think he's more... Uh, no, actually, I think he is introverted. I think that's his... Uh, I think this is uh, his code name, like the introverted thinker. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, he's family-oriented. First, he's shy. Then he's sassy and annoying. Also a dreamer and will insist... And will invest in you and the future. There you go. He's the introverted dreamer, that's right. Which is me. So they go. Everything is good. They kiss. They leave. Um and so we're with Clint, uh Gina and Clint. They already got married. I mean, well, everybody's married now. So now everybody's at the reception. Uh, Clint is looking at Gina, and he's like, "Oh man, I love that smile. I want to make her smile forever." And yeah, Gina's super cute. Like, she she's awesome. I, I like her accent and stuff like that. And yeah, she's she's a good looker. And then we have Jasmine and Eris. Uh, and Jasmine asks Eris, "What's your type of meat?" Uh, no, what's your type of meal? And Aris says, yo, no pork, no meat. And she was like, what? I, why you don't eat any, any of that stuff? He's like, nah, but if you want, you can go right ahead. No problem. And then they just starts to decide. <clears throat> I mean, they want to ask, they ask each other what their schedules are. And they see that they're to- complete opposites. I think Eris is like eight to four and Jasmine is like five to like 11 or something like that. So they said, you know, you know, that's crazy. We both have different schedule, but we're going to work it out. We're going to work it out. No problem. We get to Kirsten and Shaquille and Kirsten is talking with Shaquille and they, you hear the, um, you hear the voiceover say, uh, Kirsten's like, oh yeah, you know, I used to be picky about the people who I pick, but you know, I see that, you know, Shaquille is educated, check, and he's family oriented, check, okay, I see you, I see you Shaquille, yeah, that's all well and good, but like an hour ago in your time, you were being picky about him because he's bald and he's younger than you, and you literally said that's two strikes against him. So the man didn't he hasn't, he hasn't even done anything yet. All you did was see him and he's one strike away from being out of the game. Um but luckily his education and being family oriented, you know, saved him. <laughs> And um you know, Shaquille, I mean, he didn't present it to her, but he was like, Yeah, it was kinda awkward that um that uh Kirsten didn't let Shaquille kiss her at the altar and she's like, Yeah, it was awkward because he didn't ask to kiss me. Um and I was like, Okay, I get it, because there were some people who did ask, but there was others that just went for it because, like, I got permission. Well, okay, fine. I didn't get permission from you, per se. But, it's like, you know, you may kiss your bride, so you freaking kiss. Like, why does it need to be such... A- he, didn't, he didn't ask me. He didn't ask me. But, like, I thought women liked men who took control. So, now he has to ask you because it's courteous. And it is courteous. But, but how, but how does that, how does that, how does that, like, I don't know, like, not rustle your feathers, but, like, get you going that he has to ask you permission or, or consent, essentially, when a lot of you guys just likes it when a man makes the first move and does it, you know? But, but I mean, that does um play into her, I don't want to say character, but, yeah, Kirsten is very um reserved very um rigid in her ways so i can definitely see her i mean i definitely see her she did it <laughs> you know be very um reserved and stuff like that so okay fine i get it it it's, it's give or take i mean we we've we've just seen uh five couples get married and they all they did it both ways you know whether it was you know, they just did it or asked permission. So it is it is what it is to to whatever you want. Um, and Shaq's like, I can see that my wife is a virtuous woman, but there's something deeper as to why she doesn't want to kiss me right now. And I'll let the time pass. Yeah, I mean, he he noticed it too because he was like, "What's the deal?" You know. But, and, and it isn't that like, "Oh, I'm kissing a stranger," like somebody else would say. It's like, no, he just didn't ask permission, which is fine. Um, there are in Tennessee, probably you know, southern rules and all that stuff. So that that's fine. Um. And, uh, Kirsten's sisters, uh, interrogate Shaq, and. You know, they're they're just going at him, Well, what makes you think you're ready for marriage and this and that and all that stuff. And then, you know, he gives his answers and they're like, oh, you know, you can't you can't keep saying well, not that you can't keep saying God, but like, oh, you know, he's a godly man or that stuff. That's cool. But like, I'm not trying to trust this man with my sister, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, listen, I mean, yeah, there's some people, you know, like Chris from, I don't know, season 12 or season 30 or something like that. Who was like horrible and he still brought up God But like that's not everybody Like don't compare Don't compare Shaq to you know Your, your Pookie, Ray Ray's and the Sean's, You know what I mean That like did you dirty because they whined and dined you or like you know Parlayed themselves into some pussy Like this is a real dude who really Wants to get married has a head on his shoulders Alright so you don't need to give him the Freaking third degree like he's One of your henny and blunt guys that you just You know let smash all the time <laughs> you know, um, so, that's alright, uh, um, so we get to, uh, Dominique and McKinley, and, uh, I don't like this one bit, this part, so, um, uh, so, um, Dominique is meeting with, McKinley's, mom and sister and dominique says hey you know i'm just letting you know that you know in tennessee um, i'm treated differently and stuff like that so i didn't ask for anything in specific about who i wanted to be with so you know obviously he's he's white and she's black so she just wants to know you know if she's gonna be accepted and all that stuff and the mom's like of course you know like like you know like it's all good like we we like you and that's horrible that you that you feel that you've been treated poorly and all that stuff and the sister's really gung-ho about dominique already and then we on the flip side uh we have dominique's mom and dominique's grandmother and dominique is like yeah you know my sister my sister my daughter is mixed and i just want to know if she's going to be loved and stuff because you know me and my mother were black and then mckinley's like yeah you're gonna be good like you're gonna be fine um and she's like well is your grandmother gonna be all right with it and she's like and he said uh, mckinley says yes grandma is gonna be fine with it and she goes to the confessional and the mom is like yeah you know he seems nice but look jeffrey tomer was nice too and look what happened to him so i'm keeping my eye on you I'm like, yo, first off, why are you making an assumption that his family is racist just because they're white? First, like, didn't you just say that your daughter is mixed? So didn't you lay with a white man and let him nut in you so you can so you can have your mixed daughter? And now all of a sudden you hate white people, even though the dad is white. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't make make any sense. Why? if If you were so fearful of white people, then why did you sleep with one if that's the case, because I mean it has to be right because why why even bring up the fact that Dominique is biracial you know um, I don't know, I just didn't like that i didn't i didn't i didn't i don't know I didn't like that fact that you automatically had to bring up racism. And all that stuff. Just let it. Just let it be. And you know what? If it is, if there is some, there is some. Okay. Like you can't. You can't. You can't. Like. You can't salvage the whole entire family tree. Just make sure it's. It doesn't affect your roots. You know. Let's say if there is racism in, the family. Does it? Okay. Is if it's past the grandma? Who the fuck cares? Because now everybody's cool. If, you know, if the mom's cool, the sister's cool, um, uh, Jamie, why do I want to call him Jamie? Um, McKinley is cool. Then you're fine. You know, I would be more worried about, um, what's it called? The Dominique's family, because y'all are prejudiced, (laughs) you know, you, you might think that McKinley's family is racist, but you guys are prejudiced. And I don't understand because you already have white people in your family. So you should, you should have, you should have open arms for this family, but no, you're like reserved. Unless something happened that I don't know, and they didn't tell us yet. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to say it came out of nowhere, but it's pretty. It's it's pretty prejudiced to for the mom to do that. There's one thing to look out for your daughter, but it's another to like accuse. Your son-in-law's family of being racist when you slept with a white man. Like, I don't know, but whatever. Um, so we go to Jasmine and Eris, and Eris uh, is speaking to Jasmine's sisters, and Eris asks, you know, is she a good communicator? Um, and they say, well, she doesn't like confrontation um she will she, yeah, she doesn't like confrontation and she's stubborn and eric's sisters are like listen you know sometimes you need to put your foot down and like bring her back to reality you know i guess you know put her in her place just like everybody says um and yeah and he says yeah you know this is gonna be a huge change for me because i've never lived with a woman. I really didn't, I've never really had a serious relationship, and also, I'm an only child, and I like my space, so everyone's like, oh, man, you're, this is gonna be a wild ride for you, <laughs> you know, he's like, yeah, so, hmm so then we get to Nicole and Chris, um, and this, oh, I really, okay, like, okay, so Dom is my boo of the season, but Nicole be spitting some bars, man, she, like, I really like how she really looks out for a partner. She's really the only one as of yet that wants to reciprocate whatever Chris is pouring in to her. Because she's like, you know, even though she does have a limit, she wants to make Chris feel appreciated. Because sometimes, and he never wants, and she, she never wants him to feel under appreciated. So even though he seems like his appreciation is limitless and hers is limited she is going to do her best to uh reciprocate those feelings and i freaking love that who who, who doesn't want that you know so that's great and um the last thing is uh, kirsten says you know you got one life you got one life to live and if you really want something and both of your family said you have to go for it if you want to be loved and want to be married and if you want to have children no matter the risk go for it and you know what I like that Kirsten and that's what I'm gonna do with uh, my situation you know my newfound situation cause you know it, it, it is fairly new it's fresh um but I like it I like it and um What's it called? Uh, I like where it's going. I feel I feel it's a good relationship that is blossoming fairly well, and I'm gonna go for it regardless of the situation that I'm in because you only have one life to live. So I'm gonna make that shit count. All right. But yeah, but that's, that's that's really the end of the episode. Yeah, it's, you know I didn't I didn't warn you guys before, but yeah, it's a short episode um it's still the beginning um the last the last thing was nicole and chris went to bed they started kissing and and cuddling and stuff like that so i don't know if they had sex but i'm sure something went down i'm pretty sure she like fucking like jerked him off or something like that or like sucked his dick or something like that i don't know probably you know sucked his dick and she probably he probably like fingered her or something and then they're probably gonna have sex if they didn't have sex they're definitely gonna have sex on the honeymoon so we'll see (laughs) So um what's it called uh that's the end of the episode but it's not the end of the show. So um you know what time it is. It is the the Ants self edition ah, the Skin Deeps the Ant self edition card game and we are on card card number card number 130. All right. So 130 says do I want it or need it and why? Ooh, I don't know. Immediately, I went to my newfound relationship. Do I want it? Absolutely. Um. Oh, do I, do I want it or need it? Mm, I don't need it, but I'm glad that I have it. But I do want it, though. Come on. we've been I've been talking about that since the first damn episode. <laughs> you know, I definitely want the this relationship. I, I definitely wanted a relationship, but I'm glad that I have it this relationship absolutely it's great it's wonderful she's awesome soprano is cool if you don't know what i'm talking about go to the last episode um and i it's it's um it's uh what is it not linkedin it's um you can see the uh chapters it's chaptered go to chapter go to one of the last chapters it's it's called soprano and you'll hear, well, not all about her, but some of it, some some of, some of her, some of who she is, yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, do I want it, hell yeah, I want it, and it sucks because I, as funny as I make that word about manifesting, um, I did like manifest the relationship, because I do remember, I can't find it, I can't find it for the life of me, but there was a point where I, I did say in one of these episodes, in the earlier episodes, in, in, in the new year, I was like, hey, you know, happy new year, and, you know, what what's my new year's resolution? You know, get a, get a job, get a girlfriend, and then something else. So, got the girlfriend, so all I need is the new job. So, f- fingers crossed. <laughs> all right, so... Uh, well, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody Podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible listen notes stitcher and iHeartRadio. you can also follow the podcast on instagram twitter and vero at t-i-n-q-p-o-d if you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss you can email me at t-i-n-q-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com and i'll read your suggestions on the next show so after today's episode i'm not saying i have the dating world figured out but i am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.